This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. Hey, Bob. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. How are you doing today, Nick? Bob, I am rolling with the punches, my friend. What's new with you? Nothing much. Uh, so far, for school-wise, we just had our midterm week. Um, and then now we're just back into studying again, just, just learning for both um, as well. So nothing real different. Um, so tell me more about rolling with the punches. What, what do you mean by that, Nick? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, no, it's been good out here. It's been a good day at work and everything. It's just, man, when I see uh, only one person in person and the rest of them through telehealth, it's, uh, my body does not do good. We're just sitting down all the time. And I'm not necessarily, necessarily in pain, but I just, I don't feel good, man. I like moving around. I like doing a lot of stuff. And it's uh, not my type of energy, my friend. But I got to remind myself, hey, we're still living the mission. We're still helping patients. We're still making ourselves better in the process. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. It sounds like it's not something that you expected. Well, it's something, I don't think it's anybody, anybody expected this. Like, you know what, Bob, about, about a year ago, I was thinking, you know, I think there's going to be a worldwide pandemic virus. Okay. <laughs> you should have t- you should have told somebody. I see you right. I probably should have. My, oh, my my bad. For people who are listening, that's not me. <laughs> All right. Well, California. Um, I know it's, it's been two weeks since we talked, and obviously, like social distancing, all that has has progressed, and all that. Um, so, how's like living? How's the living situation? All that for for where you're at. It's going good, man. Um, still, still going well. No complaints where I'm at, for sure. Um, yeah, it's going well. Still walking to work for the other one up in Beverly Hills, and actually now for um, it's not only highly recommended, but actually they're they're starting to give people tickets for walking around without um, without even having a mask on at all. So you got to wear a mask all the time when you're out. Not just recommended. Um, in the clinic, we're being even more strict with people with that, but. Otherwise, Bob, it's actually kind of, you know, same old thing. We're still seeing people in the clinic, still seeing a lot through telehealth. Good combo. Okay, good. Yeah, still, also still getting your 150 eggs. It's been yep. good. Absolutely. So one thing that I wanted to talk about today, um, like a, a prior episode, we talked about um, books that we recommended that we liked. Um, yes. Today, I thought maybe we talk about podcasts we recommend. So... Obviously, we're a podcast where people listen to us, um, but last week or two weeks ago, you sent me a link to a podcast, um, and it was with Justin Dunaway, and the podcast was, I think I think the, the name of the podcast was something like Understanding the Patient to Understand the Pain. Um, that was a great, yeah. great podcast that you shared that, that I really appreciated. And I, didn't, I didn't know about the podcast of Pain Reframed, so that's the name of the podcast, um, and I thought maybe you we both have some pearls podcast wise to share in Ooh, terms, like that, Bob. In terms of like are, therapy. We're giving the systematic review of podcasts here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and also people are home um, and maybe podcasts could be a great way to, to further educate while staying at home. So absolutely. No, I think it's a great opportunity and it was interesting, you know, kind of first when this whole thing went around the first week, it was like, Hey, less people are listening to podcasts because we're all at home. There's nobody commuting to work and anything. Then even more people start to because it's like, hey, 
we got nothing else to do. We might as well learn something. Might as well better ourselves, and we have less excuses than normal. Exactly. I mean, what what else can you do? Either watch some Netflix or listen to the podcast. <laughs> so, absolutely. Well, Bob, I'll I'll let you uh, I'll let you kind of keep keep talking on that end for a minute before I uh before I divulge some of my uh secrets, some of my highlights of podcasts just while I'm uh, getting in the house here. Yeah, of course. So, um, recently I, I found a, a podcast that was very McKenzie oriented, and then I think that that podcast itself was like very like very good with knowledge. Um, so it's called the Mechanical Care Forum. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I have not but, actually. So it's 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 by a certified McKenzie therapist, and then he brings on other McKenzie therapists, and they talk about like McKenzie in general, their journey, and all that. Um, so I think it's, very, it's one of the most probably engaging physical therapy podcasts that I've listened to because it's something that I'm interested in as well. Um, so that's something that I, I've been listening to. I started from the first podcast episode and have been listening to it sequentially or chronicity-wise. So it's been very interesting for that. Uh, so Bob, so with, that with that one, I'm curious for for you. Yes. Um, two things. Why would you recommend this podcast to somebody who is a physical therapist or aspiring physical therapist? And then why also would you or would you even recommend this podcast to somebody who is not involved in that world? So why? So the, the main thing for the mechanical care forms that I'm listening to right now is mainly like it adds further, I guess, belief on top of what I already believe in about like people uh, get, getting better with better treatments and tips and techniques for that. So I, I have a separate document when I listen to it or on my phone and I pull it up whenever I find something interesting and I just write it down because it's, it will help me in my future clinical experience. Um, so that's my main takeaway for, for that because I can apply many of the things that they talk about practically. So they give analogies to to things in physical therapy. Um, so I take those analogies and I run with them. I like it. Now then, would you recommend this to anybody who's not involved with physical therapy? Or is it just too, hey, it's very focused, focused on that world? You know, I, I think for, for this podcast specifically, it's very physical therapy oriented um, rather than the general public oriented. So this is more like a physical therapy if you're interested in spine and back physical therapy podcast, this would be a great one to listen to. Gotcha. Absolutely. No, now, do, you, do you want to share one and then we'll just go back and forth? Yeah, I love it. I love it. So probably, and I, I've got a few I listen to for sure. I would probably say, oh, let me see here. What do I want to go with? I got, I would say one that I like is a podcast called the art of coaching. Okay. It's okay. more from the perspective. Uh, it's uh, by a guy named Brett Bartholomew, and he wrote a book um, with the art of coaching too. And um, the last episode was called "Learn to Listen, Learn to Lead." It was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Very informative. And this kind of gets at um, the, the world of strength coaching, um, but also within that too, not just about being a strength coach, but about how do we better ourselves? How do we learn from other industries? How can other industries learn from us? What are a lot of misconceptions about the strength field out there? 
and actually looking at kind of the um, role as a coach and the role as a, to be an excellent um, and empowering communicator. And so I, I've enjoyed this one a lot. It's given me a lot of pearls, a lot of wisdom. And, you know, half of the stuff that they talk about, if not more, doesn't even necessarily apply to the weight room, the athletic field, or anything. So I would recommend this to anybody. Who is anybody who's looking to get better at communicating, at understanding communication, and just getting to get better connecting with people. So the art of coaching. You said it was by Brent Bar- Barlow? Uh, Brent Bartholomew. Okay, he's the guy who wrote Conscious Coaching. Was that the book yes, you were talking about? Yes, exactly, Bob. Well, what uh, can you give us a sneak peek? What is a, a pearl you t- took took away? Mm. A pearl I took away from this podcast, or um, in in general. Yes, yeah. I, and I don't want to put you on the hot seat. No, no, but, no, 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 no. I like it, Bob. I like it. It was this is this podcast is a great reminder of to take whatever you think you have for your reasoning process, for your thought, thought behind you putting things, and to take it one step deeper, to take it one deeper level of saying, hey, do I really understand this? Not only understand it, but am I trying to make myself better? Uh, then being comfortable getting uncomfortable and exposing yourself intentionally to other fields and to say, hey, not being afraid to talk about who are you, what you can do, uh, then saying, hey, how can I learn, for example, people in different businesses? Not physical therapy, not strength businesses, not health businesses, um, but maybe even a different financial business or a grocery store. Like, How can you learn from people who are damn good at what they do and bring that back to your field? Very good. I like that. Perfect. Um, So another one that's on my list um, would be the Institute of Clinical Excellence. So this is also another physical therapy one. Um, so with the podcast that you shared with me, Pain Reframed, Jeff Moore, the the host of that podcast is actually the CEO of a company called the Institute of Clinical Excellence. And basically they have a podcast, which they do daily. It's like a five, 10 minute podcast every day of just something physical therapy related. Um, and then they all, all the faculty on the ICE, staff, so the Institute of Clinical Excellence, they just present something. Um, usually, it's strength and conditioning-wise, spine-wise, or primary physical therapy-wise, or pain science-wise. Um, that's their four really main things. Um, and I, I think it's things that specifically pop up. Like, for example, um, Every Monday, there's a question Monday. Every Thursday, there's a leadership Thursday. Um, and it's very physical therapy focused. So maybe if you're in the general public and listening to this podcast, it may not be as interesting. But physical therapy-wise, I think especially physical therapy students or new grads listening um, to podcasts, this would be a great resource that um, is available for free and then has a lot of golden nuggets. Nice. I like that. All right, one more up on my side. This is actually not physical therapy related. Um, this is a podcast called The Side Hustle School. And okay. this is a almost a daily podcast where they have over a 1,000 episodes out there right now. And each episode they kind of feature, they talk about these different people that have turned uh, little ideas, um, little things, or your dreams into their own side hustle and made a profit about it. They have people calling in, asking questions. And so there's a lot that has nothing to do with stuff I'm interested in. 
but in some ways it has everything to do with stuff I'm interested in. Cause it's about taking an opportunity, seeing what you can do. And I think right now, Bob, this is incredibly impactful for people around us where they're looking for things to do, right? And they're looking for ways to monetize their hobbies and careers, their passions. And so I think this is a great example of saying, hey, here are other people who have been doing this for a long time, way before we've had any of this stuff going on, right? Way before the coronavirus. And it's a great example to really say, hey, we can make ourselves better. What is it called again? The side hustle? Side hustle school. Side hustle school. So it's just taking stories of people who have side hustles? Yeah, absolutely. Taking stories of people who have side hustles and people calling in who have questions about starting their own kind of entrepreneurial um, little adventure here and there and seeing what they can do, what they can make of it. Wow. Yeah. That's a caters to the public. I like that. Um, I'm just throwing off physical therapy podcast. Another one that's very special um, is physio edge. Have you ever heard of physio edge? Nick? I have Bob. Yes, I have. So basically the physio edge podcast is, it's a physical therapy podcast where they bring on like very renowned physical therapists and they just talk and talk about a subject that's of specialized of interest to that person uh, for like an hour to an hour and a half. And it's very informative because they actually take that information and make it practical so you can do it in the clinic. So physio ed podcast, I think it's a great resource as well. Love it. Love it. And again, Bob, is this one that specific physical therapist that you say, yeah, there's not really a point in other people doing it, or is there some value? I, I think I think specifically for um, physical therapists, but I think general public-wise, if they want to learn more or, like, figure out ways to, to debunk myths or seek the truth in healthcare, I think this is also about, like, learning more about what actually true healthcare is and what actually things they can help them. I like that. What's true healthcare? What's quality healthcare? Those are all extremely important topics that I think many people don't even don't even know where to start. Right? They don't even know to start asking those questions along the way. Let alone, is there something different? Also, going back to the startup school, um, the, or the start, side of the school. Who, yeah, who is that by? School. That is. Let me go back. Let me find this here. I'm pulling these up as I'm talking because I do not remember. I'll be guilty. I don't remember everybody's names off the top of my head who does this. Probably I should probably should give credit. This is by Chris. I'm going to butcher his last name. Like, to Kabow or something like that. Chris Kabow. Chris. Side Hustle School by Chris. Very good. Do you have another one you want to share, Nick? Oh, fuck. I do. I do. Let's keep tapping in. I am going with a podcast called Daily Stoic. Okay. And this is a great one. It looks at kind of a Stoic philosophy. It looks at um, people back in the day of like Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, and kind of looking at this Greek, these Greek philosophers and saying, hey, how, how did they live back in their day? And then applying it to real life now. And kind of saying, hey, where are the little lessons? And the reason I like them is that these are often bite-sized. The majority of their podcasts are, like, under eight minutes. So wow. it's great. It's bite-sized. It's tangible. It's easy to say, hey, I got a short commute to work. Perfect. Do this. Oh, I like silence? Great. Have one of these episodes and then have, like, ten minutes of silence after to reflect on it. And they're little bite-sized pieces. Some of them 
Like, I think once a week they go up to, like, 20, 25 minutes. Um, so that's much less common. Interesting. So, well, the main reason I'm bringing up this subject for a podcast is because I, I was curious about what you had in your arsenal, and I wanted some more material as well to listen to. Um, also, it's it's interesting to, to listen to what we listen to in general. And I know what I know a little bit about Thosum um, and like the definition, but would you mind explaining or expanding upon what exactly Stoism is to the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I'll kind of uh, I'll paraphrase it in my own words. And in my own words, Bob, what I consider Stoicism to be is the art and the process of separating the internal world from the external world, of deliberately separating the reaction from the action having that moment of pause the moment of being deliberate and to be stoic is to take time and to have wisdom um and so very much these were thinking philosophical people and that's where they got a lot of their value from and so taking lessons from these taking lessons from um hardships in the past and people's kind of historical famous reflection on them with these philosophers and these high-level philosophers in the society of philosophers to begin with, and what lessons can we draw on them to learn from? If I were to define stoicism, it would be like um, people that can take the ego and separate the ego from them and view the world without that ego. Um, that's how I would define it, but I like your definition as well. Um, for- oh, and, I, and I will say, Bob, that talking about kind of like in different podcast things we have in our repertoire. I also listen to the Institute of Clinical Excellence um, for that, too, and I think there is definitely some overlap in what we do. Yes. Well, of course. I mean, with all of all the podcast-wise, there there is the component of growth mindset and um, mental, I guess, fitness and then working on the mindset. Um, and I think all of these podcasts that we've mentioned so far has some aspect of that. Absolutely. Um, so another podcast that I have, this is more side hustle as well, side hustle business-wise, but more catered toward the physical therapy aspect. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it's the physical therapy, the PT Entrepreneur Podcast with Danny Matei. Oh, yeah, good one. I like that one. Yes. So one of the professor, one of my professors, Jason Cherry, recommended this, this podcast, and it's a great podcast with very tangible, very bite-sized, very inspiring, and growth mindset. Uh, things for a person that's trying to do a side hustle, especially in the strength and conditioning realm, physical therapy-wise, or for those people specifically. Bob, what is kind of the top pearl or thought pattern that you have gained from listening to that podcast, especially with knowing that you do have an entrepreneurial background and aspirations within that? So I think it would be when you're trying to focus on uh, so basically, find your niche and try not to expand from your niche once, until you specialize and then got that niche in your grasp. And here's, here's a question for you, Bob. I want to get your professional opinion on. Is it ever too early to find your niche? Is it any time too early, too soon to specialize? So specialize in like a specific thing or spe- specialize in a population? 
I'm going to leave that up to your interpretation. So I think, especially when we graduate physical therapy school, I feel like we're a jack of all trades, but we're a master of none. Like we we're all we're like a new grad is good at like a bit of everything, but not everything special, like specific. Sure. And I think to really excel in physical therapy field or like in the healthcare field specifically, or to, to really bring the quality care to patients, I feel like specialization is really, or is that in terms of the practitioner. Now, in terms of specializing for a clinic, I think that's the only way to go because when you're starting a clinic and you're the general person, like there's also another general person that's down the street. There's also another one two blocks away. So there's all these places that are generalized, not specialized in one thing. And what separates you from another clinic? Um, but then once you like specialize as, oh, I'm the, the CrossFit coach, or oh, I'm the pelvic floor coach, oh, I'm the um, pelvic, pelvic floor physical therapist, or the running physical therapist, then that makes you niched out and specialized oh, so people know to actually go there. Does that make sense? Absolutely, Bob. And, you know, I think that with that, and first of all, I agree. I agree that you know you have to you have to have a baseline training, the fundamentals first, then you specialize. I think people have to spend a little less time with uh, the fundamentals of everything than they think they do. But you need to kill and really nail down the fundamentals of your area, right? The area that you're niche, you need to destroy the fundamentals so you build on a very solid foundation. And to also question that foundation constantly to keep improving it. But I think that for the word specialization, it's not just specialization in I treat ACLs or I treat this, that, or the other thing. But it could be a specialization within the age group, within um, the patient population in terms of, hey, this is, you know, um, the conditions that we treat that we do really well. Or it could be this is the type of community that we create. It could be general population, but it could be this is the type of community involvement we have, and that could be your specialization. So I think that there are a lot of ways to put it, people who do fall into kind of a jack-of-all-trades mentality. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, well, right now you're going through a registry specifically to specialize in orthopedics. Do you think you're specializing enough or you're still kind of in the learning a lot stage? Where do you, where do you feel like you're, you're at right now with, with the, the question, specialize? I will say, so, when you say specializing in orthopedics, to me that's just all that is is ruling out a third. Of, of ruling out two-thirds of physical therapy, right? Yes. I mean, because it's like, when you say orthopedics, that's like, okay, that's kind of everybody. Or like, when you, like, you describe it to somebody who like, doesn't have experience with like a neurological or pediatric physical therapist, they're like, isn't that just physical therapy? Yes. And when you say like, yeah, it is. I'm just saying I don't want to focus on the other stuff. So is that technically specialization? Yes, because you're getting better than a vast majority of people in that area. But is it really specialization? No, not to be honest. My opinion is not really. It's just this is the areas I want to excel at. So is that specialized enough for me? Absolutely not. I think it's great to get a higher foundational level at everything within that, and then I'm benefiting from that a ton. I love learning this stuff, right, Bob? Um, so it's fantastic. But no, it's not specialized enough. I want to work with within orthopedics. I want to work with a uh, more active athletic population. Uh, athletes, I want to work with people with um, spine conditions, whether that's neck pain, thoracic pain, low back pain, or even things that aren't directly feeding, um, that aren't that pain themselves, but they're due to kind of spinal mechanisms at play. 
And so that's why I want to continue myself in the future. Yeah, very good. I like that. All right, back on um, the, this podcast. Are you are you are you are you sharing on one now? Yeah, I think I think I'll share one because I think you just did one. Uh, we'll keep, I've kind of been going off the um, away from physical therapy ones for a little bit. I'll yep. double half in it again. This next one is called the Ready State Podcast. The Ready State. The Ready State. Okay. And this one is by Kelly Starrett, uh, who's a physical therapist, coach, CrossFit coach. Um, he's written a lot of good books, including The Supple Leopard. And he doesn't just talk about physical therapy here. He doesn't just talk about uh, strength and conditioning and CrossFit. He talks about just movement in general, performance in general, and understanding the human condition within that. And he has a lot of different episodes with a lot of different kind of great people he hosts. Um, it's a really good one, Bob. It's really enriching. He kind of huh. takes does a great job of creating systems in place and ways of looking at movement, ways of looking at people, ways of looking at behavior, and really breaking that down and simplifying it for people well to make it relatable. Wow, I like it. The ready start with Kelly started. Yes, sir. I like it. So far, it's been uh, having a good list: the Art of Coaching, the Side Hustle School, Daily Stoic, and the Ready State. Um, I think for me, this this would probably be more like a, a motivational one. Um, Barry Vaynerchuk, the Gary Vaynerchuk audio, the Gary V audio experience. Um, he's, he's just the guy who motivates me whenever I need that external motivation to like start. Um, and he's all about just hard work, put your head down, grind for, just grind for, for hours in a day. It's, if, if it's what you're passionate about, it's not going to feel like work. Instead, it's it's your joy in life. Um, yeah. He's all about that hustle mentality, which which I really enjoy and like listening to. Um, so the Gary Vee audience. Now, Bob, I have a question about that for you. Because, Bob, you are somebody who very much kind of puts your head down, does work, grinds it out. Now, if you do you have kind of like a, a mental placebo effect for yourself where you have work that you really don't enjoy and you know you need to sit down, you know you need to do that, but because you've done that with things that you enjoy so much that you're just good at getting in there and grinding, and do you ever tell yourself that, hey, I find the enjoyment in this or I have to find the enjoyment in this? So you're asking about like doing things that I don't enjoy doing? Doing things that you don't enjoy doing, but you still kind of find a way to sit down for two or three years, ten hours and do them anyway. Well, I think I don't know if this is actually answering your question, but for, for me, for for me to do those kinds of tasks, I know like if I get past these tasks, it'll it'll bring me to time, or it'll bring me to to places where I can enjoy all the other things. So obviously, we, life can't just be all enjoyment. There there always has there always will be things that you have to do that aren't enjoyable, which which is reality. Um, and for me, I, I just write a list of what I have to do, prioritize the things that are important to me and that move me forward in life, and I just knock out that list. So on my computer, I just have a sticky note wherever, and then every day I have things to do, I just cross off, um, and I just know that I have to get done. And Bob, do you, are you in so much of a routine now that when you look at that sticky note, you know it's bringing you towards your greater goals, or do you keep telling yourself what those greater goals are? Well, the greater goal right now, well, I separated my goals into a one, three, and five-year goal plan. 
And that's the things that I'm doing are striving towards my one year goal, which is obviously just to graduate. And my three year goal is to, to get into that residency, become, uh, do the residency, finish the residency, start uh, my side hustle business as I'm working. Um, so those are my one, three, five year goals. And then the things that I'm doing day to day are helping me get there to where I'm at, to where I want to go. Wow, I freaking love it. You're a great example, man. Um, because, you know, it's, it's not just about talking about this stuff, it's about living it. And it's not always easy and it's not always fun, but it's about, hey, we're people that we kind of grind it out and we are far from perfect. I'm well, all in that for myself. You can be as perfect as you want, Bob. I know I am very far from perfect. And I have my mistakes and I have my struggles, but at the end of the day, I value this. And I value the mentality and I value kind of getting back up there and getting back on the horse and grabbing after these things and having myself filled with passionate energy. I was hanging out with uh, my residency director today, um, kind of right before having one of my patients in for telehealth. And uh, we were talking about like a, a new like kind of uh, APTA position he was applying for, for a side thing and all these other stuff and just having a great time hanging out together. And uh, I got a kind of inadvertent big compliment for him. He's like, you know, you've got so, so much passion and energy. It would be a shame if you someday in the future, you kind of only ended up in the clinic. Um, and he, he was kind of looking at positions where he could um, really work and utilize himself to help set people up in the orthopedic section specifically of saying, hey, here are these opportunities coming up. I know, I know great people that could help fill those roles that they would find fulfillment and joy in and can serve people really well. Um, so it's those kind of things that, that light me up, Bob, and I don't need a lot of kind of gratification from others, um, but it, it certainly does help, and I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Do you have one last podcast you want to share, Nick? Oh, it's one last one. What does that make it? Ten total, Bob? Is that what it, we're doing here? I think it's that's what it's, it's ten total. Oh boy, double digits, baby. All right, well, let me. I see. I could go off like three more, man. But if I gotta do one, let me see what I want to do. So as you're thinking. Um, okay. Yeah. Please, please. Well, we're giving ten podcasts. Which is a lot of podcasts. And it's a lot of podcasts. It's a, it's a lot of podcasts. And we, it's, I think one of our mentalities on this podcast is doing rather than just learning. And 10 podcasts, I think, is more than enough to, to learn, especially during this quarantine time. But actually applying the material from what we listen to, that's a whole other hour time consuming. Oh, yeah. Game. Absolutely. Um, that's, that's a lifetime, brother. Yes. So. I think 10 is more than enough. And then I love to hear what your last podcast is. My last podcast is called the clinical athlete podcast. Is that what Kelly Starrett as well? This is not with Kelly Starrett, but that was a good guess. Um, This is with uh, the group clinical athlete that they are um, bombed through how we both been through the level up initiative. They are partnered with the level up initiative. Um, and they are a group of clinicians, they're a group of athletes that they um, they work to really try and connect clinicians and athletes together and people who are interested in athletic performance. And they're a community of people who are like-minded in the sense that they really agree to disagree. They agree to kind of engage in um, great, not combative, but productive, inviting talks, um, really trying to get the science and the truth behind things and how can we apply that um, in the clinic, in life, to empower athletes and empower ourselves to make the most difference. 
and really getting out getting out there and getting the ego out of the way. I like it. So the art of coaching, the side hustle school, the daily stoic, the ready state, the clinical athlete podcast. Um, the ones I shared, which is Institute of Clinical Excellence. Um, what else did I share? The Mechanical Care Forum, Physio Edge Podcast, the Gary V Audio Experience, and the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. Ten, ten extra podcasts for extra knowledge, for extra manifest mindsetting. Uh, so I think. Hey, Bob, I, I kind of like it how you like you know the five that you named. I already listened to three out of them. Um, so I think it's you know a testament to saying, hey, again, there is a little bit of coincidence. We're both involved in physical therapy, but the testament to hey, we're both going after these growth mindset ideas and trying to apply it and live it to our life. Exactly, I love it. So accountability-wise, two weeks ago, Nick, I, I said that I wanted to finish my McKenzie textbook. So uh, I did. You you wrote uh, a textbook? Uh, no, I didn't write it. <laughs> I finished the textbook. I, I read through the entire first book. Um, so one thing I really love about this accountability is that I actually make time for the things that are, are more tedious um, that I actually follow through with the things that I set for. Because I mentioned my sticky note, and usually I would always overshoot or overestimate what I can do. But when I have this accountability, I put that thing on my sticky note, I'm more likely to, to prioritize and follow through with that. Um, you know, Bob, that is fantastic to articulate that, um, and I'm glad to help you on that journey. And it's, I think you'll find that in residency, too, because there, you know, there are things that you just kind of have to do that automate your learning process and things you want to do, too, to go above and beyond in that. Um, and that's kind of what I'm finding throughout my residency, too, is that with these different things that we're participating in and how we can get extra experiences, um, you find ways of rising to the occasion when the occasion is there for you to take. So that brings me to the, to the next point. There's So I read the first textbook, and then there's a volume two to that textbook. Um so for my accountability, I haven't started the second textbook. Um, I want to read the first 100 pages by the next time we talk. Okay. Is that next week, Bob? That is next week. All right. Perfect. 100 pages by next week. Are we counting the whole, like, little intro section and, like, table of contents? No, just where the words start and 100 pages. And I'll, I'll even throw in, like, a synopsis. Oh, dude, so like, you can do what you want. I trust you. I'm just, I wanted to call your bluff out here because you start all the index and the copyright pages and, like, only have to read, like, 50 pages worth of material. No. You know, I'm harassing right. you, Bob. That's what good friends are for. Thank you. I, I appreciate the holding me up um, to, to, what I, to the standard that I set for myself. Thank you. Ooh, I like that. You need to say that more often. All right. I, I like it. This was a great informative episode for the listeners and for me because I got, I would say, four new podcasts to listen to. So I'm excited, um, especially during these quarantine times. And I will say that just for everybody out there, I'm going to speak for myself and not bother in this moment. And that just because I list these, list these podcasts out, I do not, I'm not, I don't have all this time, right? I don't listen to every single episode of every single podcast. I pick and I choose, I do bits and pieces. Um, to look for those things, to 
that resonate with me. And by resonate, I don't just mean things that are like, oh, yeah, I think that, that, that makes sense. That's me. No, it's resonate in terms of things that will kind of, that will make me grow and that will challenge myself more too. I love it. All right, Nick, stay safe, stay healthy. I hope the best with your health. See you next week, my friend Bob. Be well. Thank you. Bye-bye.